Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! We're back. Three dudes with a view. Tuesday edition. Ron Hart, folks, is in England, I believe. I saw a photograph of Ron and a bunch of guys out on some kind of trip. I'm not sure what they're doing, but I would guess that drinking and golf are involved. Uh, two number two, Mr. Clayton Harris. I, he's the bus doesn't run today. He's just playing hooky. I mean, that's all there is to it. I, he ain't him. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. All right, and a regular special guest on this show, Scott Specky. How are you? Good morning, everybody. All right, Scott's here to talk about this third-grade retention thing. Scott, what I, – I, I can't find the right word. What just makes me astounded is that – you know, apparently across the state, the educational establishment, having known this was coming for what three years now, <coughs> two, two, two. All right, didn't call in these third grade parents at the beginning of the school year and say, uh, "Look, here's what we're up against, and uh, this is what's going to happen." I, 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 I've heard no evidence that that was done. Uh, second of all, it appears to me that these, what the real reaction is the negative reaction is is not you know you got the teachers union types who are upset about it but uh the the negative reaction is coming from parents who are being told for four years now okay one two three that uh little johnny or Susie's doing just fine and all of a sudden johnny or Susie is not doing just fine and and they're angered by it so uh where are we well, first of all, let, let me give some good news here. Statewide, um, back uh, pre-COVID, uh, we were at about 36% literacy rate, which means reading and comprehending on grade level in third grade. Then we went through COVID year, and it bounced down to around 30%. Last year was the first year out. We got it back up to around probably 33%, 34%. As a state right now with TCAP, we have eclipsed 40%, so we are at 40% right now. We are headed in a direction that at 40%, we probably haven't seen that in 15 to 20 years in our third grade literacy. So that's that's a positive. Breaking it down to individuals, uh, Knox County, uh, Knox County school system uh, has raised theirs six percentage points. Now you think of the size of Knoxville, six percentage points, now they're at 42% literacy rate. Well, what does that mean? What, is, what does 40% mean? Delk, that takes us from where we were at about... 42nd, 43rd in the country in rankings in third grade. When you hit 40 or higher, now you're in the, 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 uh, late 20s, 29, 30, right around there. So if we can get the 45 as a state, that puts us in the top 20. Now, <laughs> that's a pretty low expectation. Yeah, I'm about to say, uh, <laughs> pretty low expectation, but, but, but we Scott, are. Excuse me, your numbers are kind of high because I saw an article yesterday that Murray County was only uh the state was at 27 percent 
And Murray County was like 26%. No, that's not true, Mr. York. We just got the numbers from the Tennessee Department of Education. As a state, we're at 40% literacy rate. Murray County, I believe, is up at the 36% right now. It's about a 2 to 3% increase year over year. But inside those numbers, and that's what I want to talk about a little bit today, are the huge success stories. Brown Elementary School raised their literacy rate 18 points in one year to where now at Brown Elementary, 50% of those students are on grade level in, in, in English language arts. Do, do we, Scott, do we have any reports of what Brown did, how they accomplished that? That's one of the things that we're looking at the data now. We want to start talking to these very successful schools and these very successful systems and start talking about, okay, obviously when this legislation passed, you chose to do something different. What is it that you did differently, and can we can we scale that to other parts of the state to make it a, a best practices across education where other districts can look at these look at these best practices and incorporate them into their districts? Now we did have some school systems that dropped seven points. R- R- Riverside Elementary dropped seven points. And so we've got to start to look at that. And so this is where the school board and, and, and Dr. Ventura and her staff and across the state of Tennessee are going to have to start drilling down in the numbers. I know, Mike, you've been a teacher. There are processes in place that are very effective and processes that aren't. We have to start looking at, okay, what did Brown do and what did Riverside do and try to figure out what the difference was there and what what what, what can move the needle, Mike? Yeah, that's... Uh I think you hit the nail on the head. Okay, obviously Brown Brown did something right. Mm-hmm. Whatever they did, uh, we need to find out. You know, get with the get with their their principal, their teachers, and, and say, okay, what did you do different this year coming in? What did you do halfway through? What did you do towards the end, especially towards the testing time? Right. That that had these kids ready to to make these gains, and uh, and you know. Uh, teachers and coaches are not always the most original lot, but when we find something that works, we're great copycats. Right. So find it and let's copy it. So that's let's go the, for it. That's what's really going to be really interesting <laughs> is once Murray County gets all their information disseminated and break it all out, it'd be great to have the, uh, you might want to have uh, Dr. Ventura come over. And, sure. and talk about like talk to the principal of Brown schools right and just yeah. talk talk about what's going on here because we're seeing this across the state Bradley County uh, who I, I deal with Superintendent Cash a lot in in in, um, in, in education um, she's seen tremendous growth but what they've done now is they've pivoted that now they know okay these are the kids that need the help so now they are ramping up to get all hands on deck, ready to go to get these kids the interventions with summer school coming up so that they can move the needle on these kids, move the needle on kids on retake, and then the kids that are scheduled for tutors start lining all that up. So they're being ver- some, some districts are being very proactive in this, grabbing the bull by the horns, as my, as my dad would say, and, and getting ahead of this to say, okay, now we know what we need to do. Let's continue to push forward. And boy, if things continue like they are, 50% literacy rate, which is still a low bar, but 50% literacy rate seems on the horizon for Tennessee. Yeah, is there a um, is there still a big push for earlier intervention in the future? I mean, there that's is. that 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 kindergarten first grade time right there is mm-hmm. is huge as far as getting these third grade numbers up. If they can get a great start, you know, if they can get a good start. Then that then this this uh, getting over the hump in third grade is going to be a lot easier. Well, you must have been in, in education meetings this year. We passed a bill with Governor Lee's support to bring summer school and tutoring starting at kindergarten now. 
to get those kids the interventions they need on uh, in real time. We're also looking at uh, letting the districts create some kind of screener for kids coming into kindergarten. Because if they have to go through kindergarten and then access a tutor, we've kind of burned a year there. So we're going to we're asking that we're going to run a bill that asks the locals to come up with some type of screener coming into kindergarten, so that they can evaluate these kids. And if someone's that far behind, they can get them a tutor assigned right away and help them through that kindergarten year. Yeah, I think there's there's one thing to keep in mind. I, you know, it used to be the big push used to be was get them into get them into school as soon as possible even if it's they're four four and a half years old if they you know felt that their birthday fell within a certain time or something like that my experience has been the other way around yeah if you can wait just a little bit longer let them get some maturity about them you know whatever relative maturity there is at that age i think a lot of times starting a little bit later would be advantageous to their learning process the uh the comptroller i i I tasked the comptroller last year to do it to look at our third grade literacy uh, rates and determine how many of those kids who are proficient would be considered late starters and the number came back almost 83 percent so there's a direct correlation to a the age of a student and their cognitive ability and emotional stability to be able to do the work in school so we're looking at that, and then you know we, we talked about last year about the bill I had to create some type of early retention, in either kindergarten yeah. or first grade, so that we get ahead of this on the front end, and that's what we're working on right now too. So, depending on how wide the call is in this special session, uh, we've been we've been told that Title Forty Nine, which is education, might be opened up. If they open up Title Forty Nine, we're going to have something there to one create a trigger for the kids in K one and two for the teachers to be able to determine who needs to go to get the summer school who needs the the tutors create a a entrance uh, screener in the kindergarten and then try to figure out is it kindergarten you would hold them or is it first grade you would hold that's what we're trying to figure out is there uh, something in the works about getting them help during the school year yeah. uh because summer i'm sorry you know e- e- even as a small elementary kid summertime is summertime mm-hmm. I, you know i want to be out playing with my with, you know and, and stuff like sure, that sure you know and that's one of the beauties of school was you had those three months in the summer um is there something in the works that that, that the help can get to them earlier while they're structured in school while the parents have have that structure set up for yeah care you know whatever where in summertime you're you're if you're asking somebody to come back to summer school now you've messed up any kind of a daycare schedule Mm -hmm. type situation so yeah the answer is yes the tutors that we have available are are during the school year after school Um, it's usually one hour a day uh, for i think it's three or four days a week and they get extra help from those tutors what's really amazing is we thought we'd have a struggle finding tutors and we're not uh, there are companies that that provide, uh, you know, in person. That we have uh, the Tennessee Allcor, but there are three online tutoring services that the student can access it at home with their parents. So you bring the parents involved here while the kids getting tutored. Parents can get can hear this also. If we can get mom and dad involved, that's going to be a big, big help to getting stuff. That's that's again, that's you know, I, I mentioned this the other yesterday or the other day was. Uh, the biggest difference I had between my private school years and my public school years, the biggest difference by far was mom and dad's involvement. Yeah. Uh, if, you know, in, in, in the private school, parent-teacher conferences were, were extended because everybody wanted to talk. Public school, if I could get six people coming in in three hours, 
I felt like I had a big night. Right. And and uh, and usually the ones I got to talk to were the ones I didn't need to talk to because they're already involved anyway. Well, well the, thing, <laughs> the, uh, the the thing that we that we wanted to do was we wanted to make sure that we we did something to engage the parents. Well, trust me, we've engaged the parents in Tennessee right now in third grade. So parents are tuned into their kids right now. And what may happen now is those those parents now in, in kindergarten, first and second, as they move through, will stay keenly in tune with how, how their kids are doing, have a better relationship with their teachers, have a better relationship with their schools, Mike, so that when we do have parent-teacher conferences, we've got 30, 40, 50 parents showing up to ask, Where's where's my child? What do I need to be doing? Are they prepared for the TCAP test that's coming up? So, um, Doug, that's all I got for you right now. I just wanted to you know just give some kudos, and then hopefully we can uh, when they get the information, we'll get Doctor Ventura on here, and we can talk about uh, exactly how we did in Murray County, and then I'll have more information from the state. And as soon as I get it, I'll bring it down to everybody. That's great, Scott. Thank you so much. You're, you're so good at keeping us informed on what's going on in state government, going on in Nashville going on in the education committee and uh and we appreciate it i know our our listeners do as well well you guys have a great day and i'm i have a meeting up in nashville today to talk to some more information about the mental health so i'll come back and talk about that all right that's the deal thank you all right let's take a break Visit your local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC financing can put you in the vehicle you want. And certified technicians keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional grade. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. 
The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife, Bradley, and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder, and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com, and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Three Dudes with a View, Tuesday edition. Uh, it's sunshiny out there. It looks like it's going to be a pretty day. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. My pronouns are George and Dickel. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, uh, was playing hooky, but apparently the truant officer got a hold of him. He's back in. No, 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 no truant officer. Uh, just uh, uh, 
dealing with a situation, a news situation that we'll be breaking probably sometime this evening or tomorrow. All right. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Dale. Good morning, Clayton and everybody. Excuse me. And regular special guest dude on Tuesday, Ron Hart, uh, sends his good wishes from England. He sent a photograph of him with a bunch of guys, looked like in a bar somewhere. You're probably eating fish and chips right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure exactly what he's doing, but I would say that uh, food, drink, and golf are probably involved. Yes, definitely golf. Yeah, yeah, there we go. So Ron will be back next week. Um, all right, folks, you know, the school situation, I think we've hashed that out. Uh, what's going on in Ukraine? And I'm not sure whether this is $150 billion is the total amount the United States has spent on Ukraine or whether uh, that's the accounting area they keep talking about where Ukraine got more money than they were supposed to get. <laughs> Either way, folks, it's wrong to be in this war. It is wrong to be... Uh, uh, supporting Ukraine in a war against Russia. Uh, it's dangerous, very dangerous, and um, it's just wrong. And here we are where, you know, all, we're looking at a government shutdown because we don't have enough cash on hand to uh, otherwise pay our debts. Then, uh, but we seem to have all the we want to spend on Ukraine. You know, there's a good place to make the first cut. Yeah. No doubt. You realize you're in the minority, huh? I don't, I don't think, think so. I, I don't think so. I, you are you are in the minority in this country, Delt. And uh, you're you're part of the right wing cabal that says let let Russia take over whatever they want to take over, violate anything that NATO stands for. So, I'm with Robert Kennedy and Rand Paul on this. Which yeah, well, that's I, just two there in the that's only two people. Well, you got nobody uh, else is wait, saying wait, anything about two, it other than Republicans. Most Republicans agree with you, which makes me agree with Robert Kennedy and Rand Paul. I, <laughs> yeah, y'all just like to go opposite direction. I know. I, yeah, I just don't want to waste money over there. I mean the the. You, I'm I'm guessing that the number of people in this country who are against the war in Ukraine are at least forty percent, maybe fifty to sixty. Yeah. Um, well, they get silenced. I mean, you know, they they get. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't know anybody who's for it. I'm mean, Debbie Matthews. I think is for it, but you know, I mean, there you go. Jim and Debbie agree on something. Yeah. Um, no, I think she's against it. I don't think well, so. Okay. She's always complaining about the money we sent in to Ukraine but 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 the fact is that it's an international affair uh, it's helping NATO nations support Ukraine and support something that I hear rarely from Republicans these days is democracy it seems like you all typically want an aristocracy or some type other form of government a dictatorship instead of looking toward democracy and that's what this country supposed to have been founded on the elements of democracy well let, let's let's try and unpack that bunch of bull hockey uh first of all uh you know the the people who uh are 
by uh, repeatedly attempting to shut down or violate the first, second, fourth, fifth, sixth, eighth, and tenth amendments are the autocrats, and that would be the Democrats. You can't cite me one example of a Republican attacking one of those amendments. It's all happening. DeSantis, DeSantis, which go amendment, to Florida. Which amendment did he did he attack? Go, go to Florida. Which Freedom. amendment, Mr. York? Hey. Which, supporting, supporting, edu- uh, not supporting educational uh, involvement. He's trying to shut down courses. He's he's trying to uh, curb freedoms of, and, of and women. And what, what amendment does that violate, Mr. York? What constitutional amendment does that violate? I don't know right offhand, but no, it, it violates doesn't. It doesn't. It's just called democracy, Mr. York, and it doesn't violate it. Let it, me get my book out. I'll tell you what amendment. Hold on. I'll just fire your best shot, Mr. York. You ain't going to win this one. Anyway, and, you know, so the people who are attacking the Bill of Rights are, of course, the ones who want to be. That's that's what gets in the way of being a dictator. Republicans have done no such attacks. Not even. You got all Republicans look like, particularly here in Tennessee. I I read an article the other day about the the supermajorities have been. Uh, overwhelmed with power, they're doing things uh, gerrymandering districts. Once they name me a in. name me an amendment uh, of, of I don't have to name an amendment. I'm gonna just tell you, you what you've got. Doing. To, if in you want to say, if you want to say that Republicans are want to be dictators or autocrats, you have to, by definition, you have to say which bill of right they are attacking. I don't because have to say one that, thing because when freedoms are violated, they're violated, Delk. And when you gerrymander, your freedoms are our freedoms are spelled. Minority controls the state. Our freedoms are spelled out in the Bill of Rights, and unless you seek to set those aside, you are just merely exercising democracy, not autocracy, and not a dictatorship. The Bill of Rights are there to prevent a dictatorship or an autocracy, and so you've got to get around them to establish one. So, so the just Republicans name, have circumvented the Bill of Rights by gerrymandering districts. They York, fail, even even they, they fail to allow an independent authority to draw districts. Demo, the, the Republicans drew their districts. Ms. York, redrew to Nashville, broke they, it up in they three have parts not so violated. They have, the Supreme Court has repeatedly held that gerrymandering uh, Supreme, is. We don't have a Supreme Court anymore. Oh, okay, but yeah, we well, got we got a court, a cabal up there. Gerrymandering does not violate the Bill of Rights. Doesn't violate it, but it's not politically right. Well, that's just if you, that's, if you just want power, you gerrymander a district. If you if you trying to get representation from the people you try to have equal expression York, across if, if, an area if you don't violate the bill of rights and you want to gerrymander that's just democracy that's all it is yeah that's a that's a majority opinion because you don't hear the voices of the less than you hear the voices Mr. of what talking about here a small minority in the small minority controls the state. The the views of the people of the state of Tennessee aren't being heard because the Republicans have a supermajority and they think whatever they can do is right. Well, like you say, like you play on the intro, do something even if it's wrong. Well, first of all, two right. two thirds of Tennessee is now regularly vote Republican. You know, deal with it. 
They're the voices. Two thirds vote because the districts are gerrymandered. No, Miss York, that doesn't that doesn't even make mathematical sense on a state. Well, why level. did they gerrymander Nashville, Dell? Why did they break it up into three parts? Well, that was a gerrymander, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So they wanted power. That's what I'm saying. They wanted Ms. York, power. But so it was in not all these red states, the gerrymandered no. districts. All they want is power. Ms. They're Ms. not serving the people, uh, or we wouldn't have 330,000 people that need health care in this in this state. Ms. York, two thirds of the people of Tennessee supported that. Uh, that's and it did not violate any bill of right. So that's just democracy, plain and simple. What the people wanted, they got it. Nothing illegal, nothing autocratic about it. It's just democracy. So when Joe Biden makes a mandate, it's just democracy. A mandate about what? Anything. Whatever he does is just democracy. You got, you got to give me an example. I, 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 I can't. I, this is not. This is not a defined hypothetical. Give me an example. When when he mandated vaccinations for military, it was just democracy. Well, I don't think it violates any Bill of Rights, so yeah. Bill of Rights doesn't even apply to the military, uh, Adelk. It's the UCMJ, Uniform Code of Military Justice. Well, I beg to differ on that. The Bill of, Bill of Rights definitely applies, but the, the also... When you in the military, you are a property. You're not a, a person. Your well, personhood it, it doesn't is mean the bill. The it doesn't mean the Bill of Rights goes out the window. USMJ does apply, but that, that's, it doesn't mean the Bill of Rights goes out the window, not by any means. Um, yeah, so I, where else were you going, Mr. York? I mean, it's just the, 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 that that was the you know just that's folks. That's the way to answer all these Looney Tunes. They say that Trump or the Republicans or all that are. All about autocracy or, or a dictatorship, and uh, you know the, the Democratic Party in recent years has repeatedly attacked the First Amendment, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, Second Amendment, gun ownership, Fourth Amendment, search and seizure. We've just seen an egregious example of that, where they, uh, where the FBI wiretapped uh, Trump's telephone. Uh, That's not true. Nobody wiretapped Trump's telephone. Yeah, they did, Mr. That, why didn't Dur- Dur- Why didn't Durham find out that Dell? If that was true, all all the this Durham stuff reports, you said they did Trump. Why didn't Durham report and find anything? The Durham report seven million dollars in four years and did nothing. Mr. But York, take your tax dollars, Mr. York. The Dur- the Durham report found that the FBI used the Steele dossier to obtain a FISA warrant. Which in turn illegally wiretapped uh, the uh, Trump's telephone now or Trump Tower telephones, and that that's right there in the Durham report. The Durham report found that they that Durham thought that the investigation should not have been done in certain instances, but the Solicitor General said that it should have been investigated properly and that's Ms. all Durham found. All right, Mr. York, I'm going through the, I'm going thought. through the amendments and, and the, you're just talking looney tunes. The Durham report found that the that the Steele dossier which the FBI knew to be a lie was used to obtain a FISA warrant which was used to do domestic spying when it was supposed to only be used for foreign spying. Why and, didn't he uh, indict somebody then if it was wrong? Why you, didn't he indict somebody? You, you are, I'm not uh, going down this rabbit hole. And you can't find evidence of anything. Miss York, 
you wouldn't find any evidence wrong during the Durham report if it bit you in the you know where, and I know that. And so there's no sense to having an argument with you about it. Now, the Fifth Amendment due process is being repeatedly violated by Democrats uh, in all sorts of ways. Uh, and give, give me an example. What 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 what? You're going to get in another argument, uh, but the biggest glaring example go, uh, of that right now is with regard to the January 6th defendants. They're being deprived of their rights. <laughs> to t- They're not deprived of anything. They're getting what's due to them. Go to like, jail. Like so, this is when you start asking questions about charter schools. I go, is there any charter school you'd support? No. Well, then why are you asking questions? You know, I mean, there, is there any? Uh, thing that you would say is a, a failure of due process with regard to January 6th? No. But now, if it was some white supremacist being, vi- being uh, prosecuted, uh, you would be all for deprivation of rights, left and right. And th- and that's the double standard Democrats exercise these days. And speaking of which, you know, they finally found themselves a, a white supremacist you know, with a, with a Nazi flag in his back of his car, who smashed into the White House fence. Uh, they've been looking. You know, that's the number one domestic priority of the FBI these days. It's white supremacists, and they finally found him one. And they probably paid for the flag that was in his trunk. And do you realize the director was was appointed by your your fearless God, Trump? Well, he made a mistake. Uh, now the uh, so and, and Christopher Ray made that determination. What the threat to right, this folks, country was, remember, he said it was domestic. Remember, folks, we've still got a $200 reward here at this station for evidence of any white supremacist in Middle Tennessee. We've had that out there for several days now. I hadn't gotten a peep out of anybody. All right, and then uh, the Sixth Amendment right to counsel. Uh, again, it's happening all over the place, but again, the clearest example on the national stage right now is the January 6th defendants, the Eighth Amendment, cruel and inhuman treatment. One of the January 6th defendants has already been released by a federal judge uh, on the basis of violation of the Eighth Amendment. And then the Tenth Amendment, the reservation of power to the states. Uh, now, these are all have been repeatedly attacked by the left in the last few years, and I dare you to find me a Republican that's attacked any one of them. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Ram owners know tough, and they know what they want. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us to have a huge inventory. Call or stop by to talk to one of our Jeep or Ram product specialists, and we will help you build your dream ride. You can count on us. Choose a 1500, 2500, or 3500. Pick the power, options, even the color you want. Buy online and save time with our online shopping tool. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Heller's Heat Wave Heroes are keeping you from getting burned this summer. If you know you need an AC replacement, don't wait until it breaks down and you're sweating it out. Our Heat Wave Heroes are saving the day with hot deals to keep you cool. Get a free UV light and free electronic air cleaner when you purchase select new HVAC systems this month. Don't wait until you need rescuing. Call the Heat Wave Heroes. Visit happyhiller.com. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Fast-paced health provides easy access to quality care close to home. The streets you live on are the streets we live on. We're part of the baseball games and Main Street parades. Your community is our community, and it's our mission to provide you with quick, convenient, and affordable health care. We're here for the injuries and illnesses, the preventative treatments, the chronic conditions, and so much more. Fast-paced health. Reserve your spot in line today. Fast-paced health is now open at 600 South James M. Kimball Boulevard. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. All right. Welcome back, everybody. This is T. Willie. I got uh, our good friend, Mr. Miles Johnson, on the phone. He's going to tell us what's happening at Foodland this week. Miles, I hope you're having a great day so far. Oh, yeah. I'm having a great day. Excellent. So what uh, what kind of All specials right. we got this week? Well, this week we got ground chuck for three seventy nine a pound, assorted pork chops for $1.59 a pound, T-bone steaks four ninety nine a pound, Nestle Pure Life 24-pack water, three for 11, and Coca-Cola 12-pack cans and 8-pack bottles, both two for 10. All right, and these sales run through next Tuesday, correct? Yes, sir. And again, you're open seven days a week, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m., located right there on West 7th Street, right near the post office. So, Miles, uh, great deals. Uh, People need to come in and check them out. And uh, we'll uh, give you a call next Thursday and see how you're doing then. So, Miles, you have a great day. And, uh, again, thanks for the uh, great staff. They really help everybody out when they come in. So, we'll talk to you later. All righty. Thank you. Thank you. What do you see? The sun is rising Most definitely Alright, we are back. Um, you know, folks, I think there was a lot of publicity about the incident at Kent State. Uh, and I think it was 
the occasion was the 50th anniversary of Kent State. And for those of you who are not old enough to remember, uh, which I guess is probably most of you these days, um, Kent State was a situation where uh, students, young Democrats, I mean, they, they were this movement was very much a movement of young Democrats. Anti-war Democrats. Anti-war Democrats were having an anti-war rally, and the National Guard there is uh, shot and killed three students i think uh what's the what's the song out there three dead in ohio who's mm-hmm. crosby seals dash yeah, yeah. Yep. and uh it shocked the nation uh, uh that you know we were actually shooting young people who were out demonstrating for peace and uh but folks imagine today young democrats rallying against war not going to happen. It wasn't just young Democrats, Delk. It was a number of students. It might have had a lot of Democrats, but they weren't just Democrats. It was students that were against the war. Well, that's true. Not just Democrats. I mean, it was just students, and that's why it was such a, a, a problem when when the National Guard goes out there and just shoots students that had no no weapons or whatever because they're peacefully demonstrating. Well, I, Mr. York, you're right, but what that... Uh, the the Vietnam War and Kent State things like that galvanized that generation of young students uh, where most of them remain Democrats to this day uh, and but again I wonder how they're feeling you know I mean I I there's a young man who grew up in this town uh, and I won't mention his name I don't think he'd mind but I don't have his permission he's about my son's age and grew up in a very conservative family and was a as a very young person a conservative uh he joined during the iraq war he joined the military and i think he served as a medic anyway he was he was in the middle of it and uh his best buddy who was a few feet away uh all of a sudden an incoming shell just vaporized him and this young man uh was so angered by the fact that George Bush had gotten us into the Iraq war for no reason uh, at all. No, not a good reason, not a bad reason. Even. Uh, he was so angered by that that he converted to being a Democrat, even became a union organizer. I just wonder what he's thinking these days. You know, it, it, the Democrats just are not the anti-war party anymore. Mm. No, don't say that, Delk. I mean, you, you, you don't understand the international. You know, we sign international agreements all over this world. And when you belong to an organization like NATO, we're not attacking. Russia is attacking. I don't know why you Republicans seem to feel like you got to be on Putin's side all the time. <laughs> I'm not on Putin's side. Russia, Russia is attacking a, a sovereign nation. And if countries around that nation doesn't rally to help them, help this world, because that's what would happen for China, for North Korea, it would set a pattern you're, you're, where they could do anything to any country, including the United States. Mr. York, you, you remember the domino theory? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're trying to make him, make Putin out that's, to be another Saddam Hussein. Yeah, the reason you were in Vietnam was because of the crazy-ass domino theory, which has no validity whatsoever. Uh, and uh, 
you know, and we were, and we've now got a real history of being uh, wrongfully in wars. I Absolutely. Mean, well, we're not wrongfully in this Ukraine war because they're a sovereign nation taking care of their own business, and Russia wants to take over their territory. That's well, wrong. Internationally, that's wrong. Let's see. Okay, we were a sovereign nation uh, attacking a nation that hadn't done anything. Uh, which would have been Iraq. I mean, by that logic, would Russia be that? That was not a, that was not a smart war, Neil. There are some wars oh, that are but, necessary. But but why wouldn't Russia have been uh, justified in attacking us on behalf of the Iraqis? That because point? it was nowhere near Russia. Well, yeah, right. Be careful what you wish for. We yeah. all remember us get Saddam. We got to get Saddam, and look what happened to Iraq when Saddam got killed. I just think think Ukraine is a peaceful nation over there, and another nation attacks them to take their territory because they're trying to expand the Soviet Union again. It is, And then no country says anything about it, then it continues to happen. It is an utterly corrupt country, always has been. Uh, Zelensky and his cronies are gambling millions of dollars, you know, just recreationally, even as the war drags on. It's one of the members of parliament's wife was found with a suitcase with five million dollars exactly you know this is this is wrong and uh as far as and and robert kennedy's right in that book that this was this war was deliberately started by the united states by neocons like the liz cheney's and the uh, uh mitt romney's and whatnot who wanted us to have a war with uh Russia forever uh, since since the end of World War Two, and uh, it's it's amazing how you you extreme folks on the right have gravitated to supporting a country that has no freedoms. I, I, no, it's super rich. I deny that I deny that I support Russia. Period. You know, it's super rich, well, though, well, that you would well, say that deny- when Democrats are the ones talking about Russia was interfered in our elections and everything else. And they did, and, they did. and then, yeah, the, you know, right. then we come to find out most of it's just baloney. Doesn't exist. It's not baloney. Most of it was. It, it, it's baloney Russia when was, Hillary. It's baloney Russia when Hillary Clinton loses. But then Russia was doing more advertising over here than than the candidates. That's ridiculous. Russia did two hundred thousand dollars worth, and that's the in that's the ridiculous. Report. Read it, Miss York. I got a copy. Uh, the, uh, Mueller found he's, that Russia had spent about two hundred thousand bucks on Facebook ads that really weren't yeah. they and, weren't and they, they weren't in support of Trump. They were just general disinformation. They they were disinformation to confuse the voting public, Ms. and York. they targeted they targeted certain groups. Miss York, they, they were doing two hundred thousand dollars in a multi-billion-dollar presidential campaign doesn't count for anything. I, I, you know, People we're, we're just the disinformation. Miss York, we are just dealing you, in la-la land today. I mean, just you can spend one dollar on a lie, Delk, and if it if people believe it, it's worth the oh, one dollar. Oh yeah, everybody. All right, I'll give another hundred dollar reward right now for anybody who actually <laughs> saw one of those Russian ads on Facebook. Uh, you know, all right. The uh, this, this is this is Looney Tune La La Land, and I I don't support Russia, but I'm not particularly scared of Russia either. Uh, they got enough trouble just right there on their own border, for instance. Without uh, um, they just don't have the wherewithal to mess with us much. Uh, Are you afraid of China? I'm wary of China. 
Um, what about North Korea? Oh, they're nut jobs. No. Well, you know, if he if he sends a nuke out, then just nuke him. You know, just level. What What about if if, if the Chinese if if the if the Chinese Communist Party buys a parcel of land right near your farm? I'm fine with that, Mr. York. What I'm more afraid of with regard to China is by next year they will be. Uh, the number one economy in the world 2024 they'll be the largest economy in the world superseding where we've been for what 80 years now and and they will own a big swath of land in the the united states also keep that in mind mr york i'm wary of china because they have equal or greater technology than we do uh they've got far more industrial capacity i mean industrial potential than we do They've got a billion and a half people. We got three hundred and twenty million. Uh, what if China took Hawaii? Would you be for us to try to stop that, Mr. York? I'm. Of course, I'd be for us to try to stop that. I think we are already powerless to stop that if China wants to. We're not being. We're not being honestly told what our relative capabilities are. I've seen a few articles about some Pentagon war games that have been run, you know, on computers and simulators and whatnot. And it doesn't end well for us. Uh, we just don't have the money, the people. Uh, we don't have superior technology anymore. Uh, That's not true, Dell. It is true, Mr. York. We, we've got the best technology that money can and buy. And China has it, too. They have stolen it from it, us, but exactly. they got it. They may have stolen it from us, but they got it. But in, in many areas I've read about, they are uh, by far ahead of us technologically. And uh, so what I'm scared of is all you people who are trying to provoke a war with China by saying you want China buying land next to you. You know, this is just going to be a reality. In well, this. China already owns a, a great a number of acres across this country. Well, and, you know, the, the last I checked, the largest landowner, landowner in Tennessee was a British company, Bowater. Uh, you know, foreign ownership is a fact of life. And when we became the predominant economic power in the world, we bought up land all over the world. Um, and, you know, it's just what we are doing, what the Looney Tunes like you are doing is China. And China's just going, what? What? Why are well, you? Well, you don't buy you don't buy parcels of land in China. That's for sure. I don't know if you can or not. But the um, can't. Well, all right, maybe so. And Russia got a, got a, a a housing development over there for ex, expatriates, American expatriates. So when you get tired of America, go to Russia. Well, I'm sure. I mean, I'm but sure. When let's di- let's go back to this China and what you China China is a country that has not attacked anybody in three thousand years. It's not in their nature, but we are continually making them the boogeyman. We are denying them economic opportunities which any sovereign nation or peoples should have we're making them a boogeyman uh you know over taiwan well folks and who started and, and who started that boogeyman effort well it's mostly the your, left your, these days your fear your fear started that donald trump uh, no, uh, Trump, Trump. Trump did not provoke the Chinese. He dealt with them fair and square. He said, "Okay." He start. He start. All right, levying tariffs against. Uh, all right, yeah. and you know what? They paid him. Yeah, and you know, no, no we paid him. <laughs> but what what Trump did with China 
is respected them as an equal. That's what they want. And we've got to do that, or the result's not going to be good. We will eventually provoke a war with them. And they are more than our equal and deserve our respect, and we need to get used to it. Otherwise, yeah, like he was over there kissing Kim Jong-un's hand, huh? It's not the same at all. Kim Jong-un's looney tune. Looney tune. The Chinese, they've got some ideas There's about not, things. nothing wrong with getting along with a nut job that has nu- nuclear well, weapons. But that's a, you know, all we we hit what's Hanoi with a nuke and just kill him, and that'd be the end yeah. of that. But China, we can't. I don't think we out nuke China. It's so vast, uh, and uh, you know, it wouldn't. And China has intercol inter what is inter intercontinental intercontinental ballistic missiles that are just as powerful and just as accurate, more accurate, I'm told, than ours. Um, so you know, we we you and the left and some Republicans just won't are are determined to provoke China. Until we have a war, and uh, and Taiwan, like I said, we recognized in the seventies that Taiwan belonged to China. You know, it belongs to them, just like Georgia belongs to the United States. So you know, I mean, get get over it. Get get learn to respect and get along with China, and that's what Trump did. He treated them as the equal that they are. <laughs> oh, and, why, why didn't we... Why, where was all the yelling and screaming about Georgia when Russia invaded there back when Obama was president? Why weren't people, Democrats back then, saying, why don't we go to war to stop this invasion of Georgia? I, I don't know. I mean, this is just... Mr. York? Looney Tunes. I mean, you know, Georgia, Crimea was, was the start of what Russia started doing. Georgia first, and then Crimea... Why, why, why didn't we intervene then? But yeah, Georgia but, wanted to be part of Russia, so you know, if the country wants to be part of it, that's the way that that's the way they go. How would we feel if Russia? Ukraine put, didn't want to be part of Russia. What? How would we feel if Russia put troops on the Canadian border? You can make mountains ring. I don't know. How would you feel? <laughs> Not here. <laughs> Case closed. See you tomorrow, folks. Have a great day.